Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. I'm your host, Paul, and joining me as always is Josh. Evening. And Tony. I'm Tony. <laughs> There's no vengeance coming from that voice. <laughs> um, so, as you can tell, um, this is going to be a touch on the Batman. Um, we're not going to dive into it too deeply because we've kind of thought about it and it's quite difficult to review a film when we've only seen it once in a cinema and you can't make notes. Um, it's been a little bit different for the last couple of years because we've mainly been watching them at home. Um, yeah. So it's been a, a little bit different. We obviously dived deeply into Spider-Man, which was a whole different ball game. Um, mm. Some of us saw it two, three times um, and it was quite easy to, to do a full review. So with, Bat- with the Batman, we've all only seen it once. Uh, Josh, I think you saw it like opening weekend, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And then Tony and myself have seen it this weekend. Um, so we're just going just gonna to do a, a what works and what didn't and then kind of pick our favourite bits. Um, and then we'll do a deeper dive when it comes out on general release to be watched at home later on in the year um, rather than than doing it now and kind of trying to remember everything that happened throughout <laughs> it. Um, it's a little bit more difficult to do that in in the way things are at the moment. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to... St- let's start with the, the bits that I kind of didn't think worked, maybe want to pull apart a little bit, get the, the bad stuff out of the way. And there's, there's not loads. Um, I'm going to be honest, there's just a few bits that I didn't think worked in general. Um, just two or three bits and you guys can um, throw yours in as well at the same time but the first one is is really a little nitpick um, but it does kind of have an impact on on everything uh, Michael Giacchino's score for me wow. was, a, was a distraction uh, okay every time Batman appeared on screen we got that theme and it was just so overbearing and distracting and not a particularly memorable theme i couldn't even hum it to you now no um, really? oh wow okay but yeah every time he came on screen it was like oh here we go again i tell you what it reminded me of the junkie xl theme for wonder woman every time she came on screen in the justice league movies Oh, right, they played yeah. it. In fairness, that is quite jarring when it does happen every time. But to me, that worked really well because I haven't personally had a Batman experience since I first watched Batman 1989, whereby the theme music elevated the scariness of that character. And that score did that for the first time in like 15 plus years. Uh, I just, I found it really distracting and took yeah. me out of the story Yeah, because I, it was I, just there all the time. Particularly memorable or, or really gave me any sort of mood or anything. It, just, it kind of, I quite throw away. In fact, I didn't realise he'd done the score until his name popped up in the credits at the end. Yeah. Uh, and as we touch on Michael Giacchino, he's just been confirmed that he will be directing the Marvel Halloween special uh, later this year, um, which apparently isn't going to, which isn't going to be called Werewolf by Night. Um, apparently, it's going to get some other title. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's now being confirmed that he will be directing that. So he's moving from composing to directing. Um, so that's a strange one. Um, and then a couple of kind of major things that I didn't think worked. Um, I don't think the Riddler worked. Uh, I don't like that version of it. Um, okay. You could okay. basically take him out of that Batman movie and put him in any other murder victim film. And it mm. wouldn't like make a blind film, bit yeah. of difference. Would not make a blind bit of difference. Yeah, he was... I will... Okay, I'll take the point slightly that he was basically the Zodiac killer. Zodiac. Yeah. yeah. But... Loved it. I'm not gonna lie. I really like the change up. No, it just it doesn't work for me, um, and I'm really hoping that changes if we see him again, and that he actually does mm. become the Riddler. Because for me, even even his riddles weren't even that clever. Ed is far cleverer than how he's portrayed in this film. Yeah. See, well, the thing is, yeah, I'm wondering whether the Riddler. I'm wondering whether Riddler might get some character development as these films go on because, and he does actually get smarter and like coming up with proper traps and stuff, like we saw yes. in like Arkham City, for example. So I'm wondering yeah. whether he's basically proto Riddler at this stage. Yeah, and and yeah, that that's fair enough, but just in this sense, it yeah, didn't work. And and the fact that the storyline that they base this film on, Riddler doesn't exist in it. And they've transplanted one character out, <laughs> replaced him with another one, yeah, just to give that character a name that people know. See, that's um, kind of that. That was my slight nitpick in the fact that they didn't use Calendar Man. But yeah. is, I, I would have rather actually in this instance oh, right. think. Yeah, yeah, this it is, is Calendar Man. Yeah, on Halloween. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I would actually have rather they used Calendar Man because Calendar Man is one of those sort of shit villains up there with like Condom and King and Kite Man <laughs> that like never will yeah. never ever get used. And I think if they had have cast Paul Dano doing that exact same character performance as Calendar Man, it would have been mm. pr- well exactly the same really, but just with the right character yeah. and. To be honest, it would have made a name for the Calendar Man as a um, a, a notable Batman villain. Yeah, yeah. Just just for me, the Riddler doesn't work. Um, and my last nitpick is is Bruce Wayne. Oh right, okay. <laughs> There's just so little character development, um, and I'm going to tie in with that. It wasn't something that I thought of before we started talking, but I did bring it up when when talking to my wife about it, um, that ties in is the lack of screen time for Alfred. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. which kind uh, yeah. of ties into the lack of character for Bruce yeah. as a whole. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm sure Patterson can, can pull it out of the bag if he was given the, the stuff to work with as Bruce. Um, yeah. But for me in this film, there's just too little of him. Um, and I, I understand why. I know... They've said that we've had plenty of Bruce in previous films, um, but it doesn't give you the insight into 
why he is Batman because there is a lack of character development to that mask of Bruce for me. And it just... Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't take away from his performances as Batman, and we'll we'll talk about that in the things that do work. Um, but it just, for me, it needed a little bit more. And for a film that's three hours long, yeah, yeah. to yeah. have so little of him as the person out of the suit, um, it doesn't... I just want a, a further built-out world for him. Of yeah, why he's he's moved on. We don't need to know. We don't need to see his parents dying again. No, not at all. No, and now they've given him this this way of moving on to being a different version of Batman, and as Bruce. But why was he like that before? Other than the fact that his parents died, what yeah. what triggered him to being what he is? There's there's no real reason for him to do it because we don't know Bruce. At all, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I don't know why he doesn't care about the business or anything like that. It's just, yeah, he didn't learn anything about Wayne at all, really, in the film. No. Yeah, see, and that, and that's another thing. Like, like I said about um, the development possibly of Riddler across multiple films. I think they might do the same with Bruce. Whereas, I kind of got the feeling at the end of this film, he kind of thought, no, do you know what, Bruce Wayne does need to step out into the light a bit more. Yeah. And I, I can't just be Batman like 12 hours of the day while it's night time. And well, it was 24 hours of the day, really, because he just went around in a fucking bike helmet for the yeah. majority of it. Um, so I think, like, in like the sequels and subsequent films, I think we will get the socialite Bruce Wayne that is the the true mask of the Batman. Yeah, and I'm, su- I'm sure we will, but it's it, it was. What has triggered him into being like he is that yeah, was yeah. was lacking in this first one? Not where he's going; it's where he's been. Yeah, that I felt we were we were struggling with without seeing Bruce for a lot of the film. It's it's difficult to tell what he's really looking vengeance looking for vengeance for, other yeah. than the fact that his parents died. But even that we don't really learn a lot about. And as I say, we don't need to see it again, but it's not really talked about until the back end of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as to what his problem is. Um, so, yeah, that, they were the, the few things. And as I said, Alfred getting so little screen time. And I can understand why, because obviously Andy Serkis was um, editing a movie at the time that they mm. were filming. Um, but even so, it seems a bit ridiculous that we don't get much of him, considering how much we get of Batman. Yeah. And he's meant to be the person that's helping him. He he gets a little more than five minutes on screen in a three-hour film. And it's mm. it seems strange that you, you hire someone like Andy Serkis to then not really use him. Yeah. So, but yeah, have you guys got anything that you don't think works? Um, well, the interesting one for me, I didn't think, well, I suppose what's Wayne Manor work? It looks like a fresh grotto. It, was just, <laughs> yeah. it just, I don't know, it just it looks so 
abandoned. They're like, why are they still living there? Because it just looks like such a shithole. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not the nicest looking place. And technically, it's not Wayne Manor, is it? No, yeah, it's, under the, it's under the tower, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the orphanage yeah. is Wayne Manor. Yeah. But it's just, I think he's been having meetings with bankers in that building. It looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Accountants. Yeah. It is like one of them buildings where, like, he'd have a, a business meeting and he'd look at the fucking decor of the place and go, "Yeah, you're Batman, aren't you?" <laughs> yeah, away yeah. yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not the nicest place in the world, but not as Gotham. So Gotham is a shit hole. I've been waiting for years. It didn't need to be three hours given the story that we got, I don't think. They could have easily trimmed no, some didn't. fat. I mean, we get three endings from stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They could have easily lost 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I think, and still been a decent, coherent film. But even then, I I said that it didn't feel like three hours. Mm. I wasn't I wasn't feeling like I wanted to leave at mm. any point. Yeah. But I understand where you're coming from, that there is stuff that can be cut out with smaller bits. Yeah. That add up to a bigger total. I, I totally get that. There's there's certainly bits that could be be taken out. A lot of the um the stuff that he they had of him looking through the contact lenses, I yeah. think could have been cut out yeah. or, or shortened. Yeah. Shortened at least, yeah. Like that even the opening scene. Where he scans literally the whole building mm. that takes like five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Just to get the shot of the kid and the mayor. Yes. Um, could have been shortened for for sure. So there's a good couple of minutes just like that from one mm. small scene, and yeah. there, there's there's certainly, as you say, fat that could have been trimmed from other scenes. Mm. Um. Again, when Selena's using the contact lenses, you could have trimmed some of that down. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah, they just need a little certain segments of the film seem a bit bit, bit more pacing. I think uh, of the yeah. quieter moments, really. I think. Yeah, it's the yeah. fact that Matt Reeves has said there's like somewhere out there, and he said it's gonna get released at some point. There's a four-hour cut. Now, don't don't get me wrong. End up watching that at some point. Have sat in that cinema for four hours. I, I wasn't exactly getting restless after the three hours, mm. but I was like, I, I did like come out of it and think, yeah, it was quite long actually looking back at it. But as Paul said, I never actually wanted to get up and go at any point. No, no, yeah, definitely. So, Josh, was there anything that you uh, you didn't think yeah. worked? It was yeah, it was mainly just the pacing, as we've already discussed for me. Um, as you say, like a couple of things could have been trimmed, but the, the overarching thing in terms of the pacing, I thought that there was, although there was stuff that could have been trimmed, I didn't actually think there was anything that was actually irrelevant to the the entire story as a whole. So it would be a difficult mm. thing to know what to cut as an entire sort of scene or progression of scenes. Mm. Um, but in terms of trim and stuff, oh god, yeah, it'd be bloody easy. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and the one before we go on to 
what did work. There's one thing that kind of sits smack bang in the middle for me of working in some cases and in others not, and that's Selena. Right, mm. okay. Um, yeah. Don't get Her me wrong. Right. Yeah. Read text as well, so... Yeah, definitely. Of her walking around, the way she's just swinging around the and swinging those hips and then the wigs and stuff and just <laughs> the cover stuff. She looks amazing. Uh, you be making uh, notes, Tony. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the in the Catwoman costume, or, or, as Catwoman, she just just the way she moves and the way she holds herself is great. But again, I thought she was underused, really. Yeah, really. she. Uh, uh, as we said with the Riddler, it's kind of a proto-Catwoman, isn't it? It's not... Yeah. She's not fully there. And don't get me wrong, and we're going to touch on it, I liked the the touch on her family. Mm, I yeah. um, I liked that. I just felt at times she was a little bit too pushy with Bruce for certain things. Like, she was very, like, I'm going to help you, but it's it's my way. And yeah. that's it. If it's if it's not gonna work for me, then it's not working at all. And it just it, at times it felt like this is meant to be Bruce's film or Batman's film. Surely he should be in charge, not her. And yeah. at times she felt like she was controlling him. And it just did that bit didn't quite work for me, maybe the relationship between the two of them. Like the stuff that she does on her own when we first meet her and, and stuff like that, I, I quite like, but the, the bouncing off the two of them, I wasn't quite convinced. Um, and we shall see. We don't know whether she's coming back because obviously she leaves at the end of the film um, and heads off to Bloodhaven. Um so whether she will be back, I wonder whether they might leave her for the next film and then bring her back for a third one mm. um, and give it a bit of a, a rest and maybe introduce someone else as a, a love interest for, for Bruce, maybe in the next one. Um, if he is going to step out to being the playboy Wayne that we know mm. um, for the next one, maybe give it a, give it a rest for the next one. Um, but yeah, that was just a, a little nitpick that kind of sat right on the line. Um, neither here nor there. Um, for me, it was just middling ground with with her. Now, moving on to the things that did work, this may take a little bit longer mm -hmm. um, because there is a lot that does work. Um, and I'm going to touch on one, and I've read arguments about this sort of thing. Um, Places and things being characters. For me, Gotham is an absolute character in this film. Yeah. Um, I like that it's a mix of everything that we've seen before. Um, it's, it's got some gothic elements like Tim Burton's. Uh, mm. It's got some modern elements like Nolan's. It's even got some neon elements like Schumacher's. Yeah. Well, no, at see, times. See, I was watching uh, the entire film, like being, being in all that rain and stuff. Uh, and the thing I kept coming back to was Blade Runner. Yeah. 
It's got mm, that, that yeah. feel, that, that oppressive rain-soaked city like you get in Blade Runner, that LA of 2029, whatever it was. Yeah, um, definitely. And also, for me, the entire film, like it, it felt like what a 70s Batman film would have given us. Yeah. Just the whole feel and the vibe of it, the mood of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, I really loved the, the design of Gotham. Um, I think this is more something for you to touch on, Josh, considering <laughs> a lot of it was filmed um, just up the road from you. Hey. <laughs> yeah, uh, and some of it is very obvious. Oh, it's, that it's oh, Liverpool. It's plain as the fucking scousers in their 110s, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, uh, do you know what? Literally, it was. Tony sent this meme to us about 500 times while this film was showing in theatres, but literally every 10 minutes as he was, like, driving around the city or pulls up to a new location, there's, like, me, my dad and my cousin just in a line doing the Robert, uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just pointing at the telly going, hey, hey, been there. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely dad, felt like yeah, that. Absolutely brilliant! It was um, yep. George's All Liver Building, uh, the Plinth just round the corner from the George's All, St John's Gardens, um, yep. oh, jo- Anfield Cemetery. Um, quite a lot of it was in Glasgow as well. So we off the Glasgow as well, fair play to them. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just brilliant. The 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 use of aesthetic and like the way they proper fucking grubbied up. Um, George's all as well, brilliant. And there's been a meme going round, and I'll say this now, but I take it on the chin because it's a brilliant one. Um, it's the way they say that um, it's great that they used Liverpool and Glasgow as um, stand-ins for Gotham City. The only drawback is that they said they used them because they wanted Gotham City to look like a shithole. But yeah. I will take that on the chin because I officially live in Gotham City, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. Well, I live just up the road from Wayne Manor, so it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I loved everything about the way they made Gotham look. The other thing I was going to ask, Josh, was the uh, the arena, a Liverpool arena, no. where the final... I wonder no. where that was filmed. That's not the... Uh, well, it used to be the Echo Arena for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I was going to say everyone... it used to be the Echo. Yeah, it's uh, M&S Bank for some reason. God knows why. It's it's got M&S Bank plastered on the side of it and everyone in this city still calls it the Echo Arena. It'll always be the way, won't it? It will, it will always be the Echo Arena. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Um, I think the exterior was quite obviously CG-like, but um, yeah. I think the inside was uh, American. Like, I don't know if it was like Chicago or something because they did a lot of... Uh, filming in Chicago didn't he so yeah yeah I wasn't sure whether it was or not it's it's very difficult to tell with those arenas because they're all built fairly similar yeah yeah no matter where you are in the world um, yeah so I wasn't sure about that um then another I suppose a lot of people will look at it as a bigger thing the Batmobile oh I loved it it's fucking fantastic that, that is that is a top tier Batmobile. That don't get me wrong, the Batmobile for me will always be the Burton one. 
Yeah, exactly. It's the best it, one since is, then. That, now, don't get me wrong, um, Ben Affleck's one was a beauty to look at and to watch on film. But the fact that we literally only got about 20 minutes of it is like, it's a crying shame. But this one, oh my God, they can only improve on that Batmobile. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with it in the future because I'm I'm assuming it will be built around a similar yeah. model throughout his um, his future films. Uh, yeah, the, the the car scene, the car chase scene, I thought was was spectacular. Um, I thought the one in Batman Begins was great, was with the tumbler. Yeah, yeah. but this one completely trumps it. Yeah, it's so much better. Um, and as I said, the only knock, knock on that was the the use of the uh, the theme when he gets out of the car. Oh, see, so you now I'm, I'm completely as well at a one eighty on that. I absolutely love the theme to go with it as he's walking towards a penguin and he's upside down. It's it's just so. Oh, what's the word for it? It's a. Uh, like it actually makes your heart go a bit thinking fuck Batman. See, I thought it I thought it really worked well in the trailer. Because it was a trailer. And that's what right. it should do. But for me, it takes you out of the film. Oh no, see, I was still right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it just I didn't enjoy that bit at all. Um, but yeah, the Cars Chase and the, the Batmobile for me is is one of the, the great moments of the film. Um and then my last couple of bits, more character-driven. I thought the the secondary villains were superb. Um, I loved yeah. the Penguin, but you know yeah. what? I loved Falcone as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Barrel's clearly doing Robert De Niro doing the Penguin, wasn't he? But he did it really yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, no, it, and I was amazed at the accent as well. Yeah, oh, sure. because I thought most things you see him in, and he's he can't get rid of that, sh- that Irish accent. No, but he absolutely nailed it mm. in this. Uh, I thought it was it was wonderful, um, and I'm I can't wait for this series now with him. He's getting a series. Wow. Yeah, he's getting a yeah. series. GCPD is getting a series. Uh, GCPD so isn't. Oh, it's I been thought... no, they've moved it. It's Arkham Asylum. Um, I thought that was the third one because there's three series in the belt. No, there's only there's only two. Oh, I thought uh, I could it, swear there's a third one. No, it came it came out that they were doing an Arkham one. Yeah. And everybody thought it was an extra one, and it's not. Matt Reeves oh, has that's... confirmed they've moved it from GCPD to Arkham. Oh, that's a bummer because I actually would have quite liked to see like a proper corruption version of well, what would have been Gotham basically. The, the prob- I think the problem was that it was a prequel. Right. Okay. It was meant to be set in Batman's year one. Ah. And right. I think they've kind of gone, do you know what? That's probably not the way to go. In fairness, ah. I kind of get that now that they've thought that. But yeah. At the end of the day, I still would. I I mean, this is one of the things for me that worked. Um, any, any chance I can get to have more of Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon? Oh, my yeah. God. He was really good. Um. <laughs> Enough. Just it, it's so difficult when you've had such iconic versions of that character as well. Like Gary Oldman was superb. Yeah. 
Um, but then the Burton ones, he was great as well. Um, yeah. So it is. It, it's difficult, and he he has given it another another layer that's different oh, yeah. to what we've seen before. And yeah, it, it's and do you know, a shame. Do you, know, do you know what the standout scene for for me with him as Gordon is when he and Batman are in the GCPD and it's like a lockup room, and yeah. he gets all the coppers to leave, mm. and the way they're acting off each other. If there was no dialogue or no audible dialogue anyway. You would think that they were having a beef between each other. Yeah, yeah. You listen to the dialogue, and it's completely different to what their facial expressions are saying. That just that is the mark of those two actors. Yeah, 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 definitely. And t- yeah, touching on Falcone, I I thought that was a superb performance. There was layers to it that we haven't seen in those mobsters that yeah, we've yeah. had previously. Um, We've had Tom Wilkinson playing that character, and it's a forgettable performance for me. Yes. Yes. Whereas this is completely the opposite. That is Um, some inspired casting, though. Yeah, and just just the whole the whole spiel of him saying, "Oh yeah, I helped your dad. He saved my life." Um, Then this all kicked off, and. We did that, and someone did this to him, and and things like this. And it, it for him to go then back to Alfred, and to be told that what you've just been told is a complete lie. <laughs> uh, it just the way he sells it is just That's something brilliant. Is is when did Thomas Wayne start not being the good guy that we all thought he was? <laughs> about it in this uh, answer, yeah? yeah. Right no, I tell you now, if you want a good Thomas Wayne as a knob story. Um, you need to play the Telltale Batman games. Honestly, I've got it. God. Actually, I, I need to go back to it. I've not got that far in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So, but yeah, the, the secondary villains I thought were were superb, and mm. hopefully this uh, this Penguin series isn't far away. Yeah, and um, do you know the thing about secondary villains? I don't know what's been in the water of Hollywood recently, but They've start. They've started putting in more than one villain in films again, but somehow it's they've pulled it off like ninety nine percent of the time nowadays. Like yeah. they did, they did it in Spider Man. They've done it in the Batman. They're doing it in all kinds of other films now for other well, franchises. I mean, historically, they've always been the sort of they've been the mirror arc, haven't they, for the support character who's got their own yeah. issues with a bit. Going back even to, even like to Princess Bride. And um, Montea's fight. So th- there's always those parallel stories with the sec- with the, the 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 assistant bad guy versus uh, and the sidekick or the companion. Yeah. So th- it's just come full circle a bit now, isn't it? Or I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and that, then my final character note: Patterson as Batman. Uh, really good. He, he's. How anybody ever thought he was going to fail in that role? Yeah. Quite it's, clearly, just, he is having the time of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it just goes to that quote that Matt Reeves said from like the day that it was announced that he cast Robert Pattinson. He said, for those who are saying that he's going to shit it up and like be absolutely crap, it, those people that are saying that are the ones who have not seen any of his work since Twilight. Those who have seen his work since Twilight 
and know know will know how good he is going to be. And yeah, he was Bill, fucking right. David Cronenberg apparently is really good in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The name escapes me. Um, yeah, with Willem yeah. Dafoe. Which is another reason why Willem Dafoe should be the fucking Joker. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on that at the end, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, but yeah, just so menacing as well at times. The, the opening fight scene in the, on the yeah, alone. subway platform mm. is just terrifying. Um, it just, it's just so imposing, and once the once they know what he's about, that's it. They're they're done. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just loved his performance all round, and I, I love the heart that he has as well at the end of the film. Mm. Um, something you've never seen from Batman before is that he's there helping at the end, yeah. where yeah, normally he's. He'd do what he needed to do and then he'd be gone. Yeah. Whereas this, there was just so much heart to the character um, that we haven't seen. And don't get me wrong, Keaton will always be my Batman. And yeah, same. I can't, I can't believe I've got to wait an extra bit of time to see him again. Um, now the Flash has been postponed. Um, but Pattinson's a close second already. Uh, yeah. As Batman, where the Batman or Batman, where the city is, he kind of grudgingly accepts him. I don't yeah. like the ones where Batman is tracked down by the coppers and stuff. I mean, he's yeah. doing your fucking job for you and doing it better than you. Be grateful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, just really loved it. Uh, loved his performance, and and can't wait to see him again. And hopefully, he might pop up in these these TV shows because I'm assuming both will be out before we get a sequel um, with the sequel not even so, green, yeah. green lit yet um, I, I think it's going to be a while off because from its opening weekend Taken's alone they should have um, green lit a sequel yeah yeah definitely um, and yeah on, on the final note of the things that I thought worked um, Matt Rave's script um, oh, yeah. out, outside of some failings on certain characters, his story was superb. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. just really worked. I I like that. There's so many twists and turns. He coped well with having so many characters to introduce because there is mm-hmm. an awful lot of characters in this that he has to introduce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and yeah, and obviously. I know Tony and myself are fans of his work on, on the Planet of the Apes movies. Um, yeah. So it's not really a, a massive surprise. As well, didn't yeah. yeah. Um, it's not a massive surprise that he's managed to pull this off. Um, and him, uh, they're managing to him keep and, him around. I think him and Mike Flanagan are probably two of the most interesting directors out there at the moment in, in what I would call the more accessible popcorn entertainment yeah. Yeah. realms. Yeah. But outside of that kind of, I know Batman is a, a franchise and Planet of the Apes is a franchise, but in the bigger side of things, outside of Star Wars, Marvel, um, I don't class DC in that group because they've not managed to pull it off. No, as a, no, as a franchise. I, I, no, I, 
no, I don't blame you, no. Um, yeah, I agree. Mike Flanagan, I, I loved Doctor Sleep, so I agree on that. Um, and yeah, I think Matt Reeves is, is in that same category. Um, do, you, do, you, do you two think that this may be the, the starting point of the what should be con- now, or what should turn into anyway, a, a proper DCEU? No, I'd rather just keep it as Batverse. Would you? Okay. Yeah. Just let just let him concentrate on what he's good at. No, well, no, I don't mean Matt, the Matt Reeves EU. I just mean as in Matt Reeves handles Batman and another director handles Superman or Wonder Woman or. But I don't think it works. Whatever. Like I think you have to have someone that oversees everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's that's what I was going to say. Do you and think that's if... the problem? I think they would go to Matt Reeves. Yeah, okay. because it's yeah. his world, and I I would rather him just stick to what he's doing. Yeah, see, Build that's out. the thing. I I would rather they had a Kevin Feige type, but then have like Matt Reeves. You just stick to Batman. Uh, so and so you stick with Superman. So and so you stick with Flash, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, etc. And then they have this one person who then comes in and says, right. I'm going to take everything that you've built over two, two or three films, maybe, and I'm going to make a Justice League film with these characters. Uh, I'd rather co- they, I'd rather they just build it up, build out a bat first. I don't think even the surface has been touched on Batman ever, because they mm, just true. continue to use the same villains over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, well, we we've had like what. What, how many is it? Maybe five different jokers in. Yeah. What, Very what, much like Nolan, much more grounded Batman. I don't know whether some of those other elements of the DC universe would work with it. No. Mm. I we've obviously seen multiple versions of Riddler, Two Face, Bane. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's time to expand. Well, yeah, I mean, that. Josh might get this more. I mean, I was watching it and at one point in the film. I was thinking, Do you know, this is a perfect world to bring back the um the carlo version of two-face the down on his luck failed aging actor kind of role of yeah. who uh the the, the the is it boris carlo i think from the animated show the first two-face oh clayface an actor the clayface clay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah sorry clayface yeah, because he was like yeah. an actor. He wasn't like Matt Hayden where he got all the got all gunky. He was just like an old time Vincent Price style actor. Yeah. The thing with and I thought that version with um, Clayface or well, no, not even Clayface to be honest. The thing with this Matt Reeves universe, I'm wondering whether even though it is a a lot more comic booky than the likes of Chris Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, I'm wondering whether the whole super a super-powered supervillain aspect is still yeah. going to work in this universe. So that's oh, why yeah. I'm very hesitant to uh, think about the fact of Mr. Freeze possibly being a villain for the sequel. Although I would fucking love to see a Matt Reeves Mr. Freeze. I think they set I'm up, ha- Joker, didn't they, like we just mentioned? I don't oh, think yeah, Joker will be in the sequel, though. I, no, think he'll I, be in, I think he'll be in the Arkham series. Uh, Arkham series or third film with a push. Yeah, I I think we'll get maybe a lesser used villain. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think they're already leaning on Hush. 
I, I, I think we're getting either Hush to face, possibly Mr. Freeze if it's done right for this universe. Um, I'm trying to think who else actually now. Uh, this universe. I think Asriel, yeah, that's a shout actually. Yeah. Court of Owls would be another one, but we've kind of had a lot of them since their introduction. Yeah, I think that I think the Court of Owls will be the final film. You think? Mm. I don't think it'll be the sequel. I think it's too early for that. I think he's too early into his career. Yeah. So I think there might be a tie up between the Court of Owls and the Joker in the okay. final film. Yeah. I I think I think well, there's even things in the film that point to Hush. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know one. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I so, need to a character I'm that familiar with. So. Well, the, the journalist that gets killed yeah. is oh. Hush's dad. Ah, yes. right. Okay. And there's moments where he actually literally writes Hush on things throughout the film. <laughs> um, so it's, I think that's that's where they're they're heading. Oh, I've um, just thought of another villain that could actually work if done right in this version of Batman. Uh, Ivy. See, she's the one that I think won't. Oh, see, because I, there's something she, supernatural I, to it. That no, I just see, don't I think, think if they don't, if they don't go with the supernatural Mother Nature incarnate route and literally just do a mad scientist doctor that's like, um, do you remember uh, Big Hero 6 and the girl with the handbag yeah. and she she like punched in a load of codes and it come up with like a chemical bomb? Yeah. It, it was basically a version of that, obviously get rid of the handbag because that's just fucking weird. Um, but like she's got like a pouch full of all kinds of chemicals and pheromones and it's stuff. Very much down the eco-warrior kind of route, wouldn't it? Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing, yeah. I, I think that could possibly work if done right. Yeah. So really, that was all I wanted to touch on on the the what did work. Did you guys want to throw anything else in there before we uh, we sign off? No, oh, I mean I think the set pieces were great. Those driving sequences were fantastic. I love the car. Yeah. They Patson's Batman was great. Like you say, his Wayne wasn't so clever, but he but his, his Batman was great. I love seeing the detective side of him a bit more in this film than. Oh yeah. Um. But again, sometimes that went on for too long, like you say, with bits and pieces with the lenses and stuff like that. Um, I thought what we got out of the relationship with, with Selena was nice. Um, and she was very much uh, intellectually kind of on the same level and, and a bit, like you are saying earlier, a bit more forthright at times, actually. Than it. <laughs> and he plays that sort of quite well off of her, I think. Uh, she quite often takes the lead, doesn't she, in those scenes that they, they have together. Um, Terence was fabulous. I thought I love this incarnation. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, I, I say, I, like you say, the time passes quite well, but I could I could have been, from, from a bladder point of view, just done with half an hour less. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I didn't know what to expect going into it particularly. But I mean, I, I trusted in Reeves anyway. So no, I, I got a really good entertaining Sunday afternoon out of it. Yeah. Um, I think the only things I could really add were some of the things that you guys thought was some of the stuff that didn't work. I absolutely love this version of the Riddler because um, I will I won't lie over uh, the lockdowns and stuff. I've gotten into the whole serial killer uh, dramas and um, documentaries and stuff on Netflix, and 
become a bit of a, a fiend for them, like the like right up my alley nowadays, uh, when they never used to be. Um, so I really love this iteration of Riddler. It was it was right up my street. Um, the theme music was absolutely fantastic. It was a proper dark and dirt, well dirty Batman theme tune for me. Um, it's not as iconic as say, um, the Dark Knight or um Batman eighty nine, but it, I think it just suited the mood and tone of the film perfectly. So, yeah. That's yeah, really interesting because if you were to play me that theme now, Cole, I wouldn't tell you that it was from the new Batman film. Oh, see, I'd be able to. <laughs> that's how little impact it really had on me, the score. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just swings and roundabouts. As I said, I could, I could tell you it was the Batman theme. I just didn't like the way it was used. So, all three of us have got different thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that pretty much covers it. We we talked a little bit about the Joker there, but there's not much to talk about um, other than the fact that he spends most of it in shadow until the final shot um, yeah. with the laugh. Um, but other than that, there's not really much to, to go on, and I'm sure we'll see him somewhere down the line. At some point, um, yeah. Do they show the actor what was in that scene? It's the guy from Eternals, the Irish lad. It's, oh it's right, Druig. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll be back. They have said that they they haven't got immediate plans for him. That they just wanted to throw him in there, but mm. that's that's rubbish. Of course, they've got plans for him. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't be putting him in there. No. So. Yeah, that covers it. I, do we want to give scores? As it's not our our big review. Eh, uh, what well, I'm wondering if we do like a big this little review and then we do a big review, like six to twelve months down the line, we can compare yeah. the scores, can't we? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, my exit score for this would be something probably around the region of eighty three percent. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to go with. Was eighty yeah, three as well? Yeah, I'd go a bit higher because I, I liked a bit more of the stuff than used it. I was going to go about an eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, yeah, pretty much all similar. Yeah. So, so that's it for the Batman for now. We will be back with a, a more in depth review. Maybe talk over some of the the behind the scenes stuff as well on the on the next run through of it. Um, once it's out on Blu-ray and streaming. Um, we will be back later this month um, with the return of Marvel TV on Disney Plus um, and the premiere of Moon Knight in just a couple of weeks. Wow. Thank you, boys, for joining me. No and we will see you guys later in March. <laughs>